This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. You are listening to our game of Bulldogs, a sci-fi adventure RPG from Galileo Games. Brennan is your GM and host, Frank plays Sticky, Alex plays Graucom McGruff, and Red plays San Ming. Our theme music is by Seamus Ronan. Last time on Dungeon Not Included, we stumbled upon a gross plot to force people to evolve into a race of bug-ridden furries. So naturally, the greatest crew this side of the universe did what we do. We went to the proper authorities. And when that proved to be too boring, we decided to take the law into our own hands and ruined everything. Man, that was a colossal F up. But luckily, we did screw the bad guy's clan. That's pretty cool. And uh, nobody ended up dead except, I mean, most of us are badly, badly injured, but no one is dead. So now we're off for our next mission where we're going to find riches and glory and all that stuff that comes from being Class D. Uh, and nothing could possibly go wrong. Nice. All right. So you, uh, <laughs> you're you heading out from uh, Calexico back to Galactic Central Point, the origin of your little uh, journeys. Uh, quick point of order. I'm pretty sure for whoever's just remembering now that where we left off, I still needed to repair the ship because I kind of tore it apart to make armor for myself. Oh, that's right. You, you totally oh, yeah. did. So <laughs> the ship is still able to be repaired. Like, I know where the parts go, uh, but I do need to put them back. Uh, All right. So uh, I think you'll be doing that. I don't, yeah. I don't think this Hopefully is Hopefully as quickly as possible. So Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do that right now. I don't think that's Jerry Rig because I'm actually putting it. I'm not trying to, like, piece it together. I'm actually putting it together. I'm just going to do straight yeah. in. It's two. A two. Well, that's enough to get this put back together. It does take you a little while. That's, a few that's hours fine. to find the spots where you lifted all this stuff and get it <laughs> soldered back in. <laughs> yes. Um, in those two hours, can I try to like... I know that some people like Flappy the space clipping system we have. <laughs> yes. So I want to like try and figure out how to make it so that it's just off for piloting. And if we need it, it can come back online again. I second this. <laughs> <laughs> I love Flappy. Bring, Fla- bring back Flappy 2K19. Okay. Yes. Listeners of the podcast who were uh, friends of Flappy, hashtag friends of Flappy. Oh their, my god! I've gotten Minus their vote three. heard. Oh. Minus three. You've managed to replace the ship's AI with Flappy at this point. <laughs> yes. Hold on. I think we have a Star Trek episode where the the, hologra- the holodeck goes crazy. I think Flappy's going to be our Mor- Moriarty. Oh, <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, yes. no, the ship's AI has now been seemingly permanently replaced by Flappy, so. <laughs> oh, hi, Flappy. That is Flappy. the best possible outcome. <laughs> so happy right now. Hello, Flappy, my old friend. 
All right. Okay. So, so Flappy right. says, "Are you are you ready to get to get going? It looks like you've got a mission." Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I don't have time to fix this. I don't know if you can at this point. Yeah. I can try. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just go. Let me help Flappy you lay off. in that course. Uh, all right. So, um, so it holds your to... hand through the course lay in, mm-hmm. in uh, process. Go ahead and make a piloting check. A six. <laughs> Very good. Uh, it was you managed to. <laughs> You managed to lay in a very efficient course despite Flappy's interference. <laughs> I think it's because of Flappy. I mean, let's give credit where credit's due. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the friends of Flappy are really, really powerful yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> Flappy the saw we were trying to lay in coordinates and let us lay in coordinates. Happy the apologies, of please. Flappy Blobby is the most powerful in all of Dungeon Not Included Congress. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's a lot of, uh, you know, automated systems that you then correct uh, slightly. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Uh, Flappy right. is being as helpful as possible. It is irritating. <laughs> irritating, but actually kind of helpful. So, there you go. That just makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you've laid in the course back to Galactic Central Point. The place Mm -hmm. that you're heading to is an asteroid that is very far out on the edge of the solar system. Okay. Um, It's very near the orbit of, you know, things. uh, If they had the equivalent of Pluto, it would be out past that, basically. All right. So the sun in uh, that system will look just like a fairly bright star. Um, as you arrive there, it's, uh, it's on the other side of the system than, uh, squishy scrapyard, which is a place that you might, uh, have been to before. Uh, it is a, the, probably one of the largest scrapyards in the galaxy for, uh, spacefaring vessels. Okay. And, uh, it won't take you very long to get there because you're not, you're still not that far away from the center of the galaxy. Like how many days, hours? Uh, about three days. Okay. What are, what are you going to do for the short trip? Uh, I think you were going to try and do some more work on the ship, right, Graucom? Uh Always. Uh, always going to try and, you know, make things a little more efficient, if possible. Uh, now I've got my friend Flappy to help me out, which is great. Um, uh, <laughs> I think that on all repair, any, any sort of service on the ship, we should get plus ones now that Flappy is here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, I think actually, Graucom's, where Graucom's left off, like, as a, in his head, uh, I think he's throwing himself into repairing pretty much anything he can, uh, so that he has an excuse to be away from people. Um. Okay. He's, he's gonna, he may even strategically, like, break things every once in a while in order to, like, oh, no, this is down, I gotta go take care of this, or... To listen for our off comment, like eh, the you know the toilet seems to be flushing a little weird. Oh, I'll be right there. I gotta go check it out. So, um, I think honestly, I think if anything, he'd be probably maybe even using Flappy as like a a sounding board. Uh, oh my god! 
Yeah. Uh, like, I see you're in emotional distress. You know, can I help you? <laughs> it's like you're feeling a little depressed. Uh, yeah. Um, things, things are weird right now, Flappy. Um, I'm, uh, I don't know how I feel. We, we did the right thing, I think, on that mission, but, I mean, our mission was to drop off the box and leave. So, like, I'm sure, I'm sure we helped. I'm sure we did. But are we really, is it really worth the risk? Is it worth what ourselves, our livelihood, for people we don't know, especially well, in a situation where we don't actually, I mean, that was a species that does seem to symbiotically attach to others. Like, what? What was, what was she, what made her think that, how did she know, I guess is the question. How did she know? How did she know that they were doing something untoward for, with a species that by nature does attach to others? What made her think that way? I, I don't, I don't know, Flappy. I don't know. <laughs> well, pal, uh, I'm not sure I can help you out much there. Thanks, Flappy. <laughs> turns off. He turns off the little picture. Flappy goes away. Exactly what my Google Home does every time I ask any question that's a little complicated. I don't know that yet. Thanks. 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 Uh, sounds like you need to have a heart-to-heart chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what your human crewmates are for? Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure none of us are human. <laughs> that's There's true. There's no such thing as humans. Oh, there are true. only Arsabarans. Uh, I don't think that I'm going to, I mean, unless there's anything you actually think I could improve on this ship, I think we're just going to... Uh, I don't think that, I mean, I think you can putter around and get things. Yeah, let's just narrate it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, we, don't need, uh, we don't need to actually roll anything because I don't think we're going to gain anything from it. Uh, so, no, I don't think so. Uh, there's uh, nothing that's... Uh, I don't think that there's anything that's permanently broken right now. Yeah, that didn't get fixed already. Um, so. I think that I think that if he does get to that point where he can't find anything to do, he's just gonna um, do that thing where he sits down with a tennis ball and like bounces it off the wall back to himself, but he's gonna catch it in his mouth and then take okay, it out and nice. then bounce it against the wall and then catch it in his mouth and then do that to <laughs> himself for a while. So, uh, San Ming, I think you're occupied mostly flying the ship. Yeah, I think so. And when I have free time wrestling with Flappy to try and destroy what I have created. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're trying to turn me off. <laughs> I can't let you do that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, and how about Sticky? What are you going to be up to? He's uh, sitting in his cabin uh, listening to San Ming's cursing at Flappy yeah. and <laughs> hearing the tennis ball bouncing uh, up and down on the wall. What, up and down? That's not, that's, not, well, that's, the way, that's not the way balls bounce. Well, maybe it's true. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, and he's thinking to himself, man, my crew needs a vacation or a break or, I don't know, booze. <laughs> so I can't wait to get to the next stop. Yeah. All right, so uh, you arrive at the very far fringes of Galactic Central Point, 
and are heading into the uh, Glees Astronomical Cartography Institute. Can you spell Gacky. that? Can you spell that? G-L-I-E-S-E. Oh, right. G-Lies. Yes. Uh, it's called Gacky. Gacky? As you're coming in, you see it's an, it's an asteroid that looks like it's got the uh, – that they dug the station into it, basically. Uh, the parts that are exposed are very small. Um, most of it seems to be built inside this uh, <laughs> inside this uh, asteroid. And uh, as you are flying in close, you can see that it all looks kind of old and ramshackle. There is a uh, there is a landing bay that you can bring the ship into. All right. There is somebody who comes on the radio to sort of guide you in, but it looks it doesn't sound like it's a uh, you know they don't have like a permanent uh, air traffic control or anything like that. And as you land, your uh, your ship sensors detect that the atmosphere here is is okay, uh, but it is sort of like barely habitable. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, like, call to the others over the comm and let them know that, and then be like, um, do you think we should use suits for this, or do you think we'll be all right? A pain by the mile. Let's put the suits on just in case. All right. Skralcom? <laughs> Skralcom is basically wearing duct tape armor right now, right? I mean, uh, no, 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 no. I took it apart. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm saying whatever's left is barely there, so at least have a suit. Yeah, uh, and then maybe we can find some spare parts for you. Yeah, I think that's uh, that sounds like a plan. Um, I, I I'm still a little you know gun shy about having my back open and exposed to the world. Uh, so uh, he'll he'll definitely grab a, a suit and put that on. Sure. When you come outside, you see a uh, dollum. They are. Huge, blue-skinned, uh, sort of uh, three tripod-like creatures. They have giant uh, hooves, uh, three giant hooves, and uh, then three tentacle-like arms, each sticking out from a different side of their body. Um, and uh, they're uh, they're about like eight to ten feet tall, usually. So uh, there's one there waiting, wearing a lab coat. Uh, looks a little frayed around the edges. Uh, he's got pens in his pocket that seem to have like leaked a little bit. And uh, he says, uh, "Hello, hello. Uh, you, you're here with the uh, delivery scientific equipment." Uh, yes, that's us. Good, good. Bring it out. Uh, you can just sort of pile it over there. Um, we'll, we'll do the installation, so don't worry about that. All right. Um, um, you can hear like, a, a rattling sound from the, uh, air recycling vent as you're, uh, hauling this stuff out of the, uh, the, the ship. Reassuring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's why we're all wearing suits, I guess. Uh, Graucom is going to help uh, move these boxes while also keeping an eye on San to make sure she doesn't open any of them and then start <laughs> us on another moral quest. 
to uh, save this planet from itself in some way, shape, or form. What a boy. So the scientist, he's interested in the equipment, but not you in any way. So that sounds that sounds perfect to me. Yeah, the dock worker or someone around there, like someone who works there, but isn't necessarily the scientist. Uh, no, the scientist is the only person you see here. All right. Well, I try to get his attention. I'm like, hey, hey, hey! Before you uh, get buried in those boxes, uh, anything fun to do in this rock? Uh, we have a um, cafeteria. Oh, great! <laughs> Thank you. No museums you could suggest. Are there good toilets? All right, fine. Cafeteria it is. Let's all get some drinks. I'll help move. Okay, so as you're doing that, um, as you guys are finishing putting the equipment down, um, you notice there's a smaller dollum, probably about four feet high, that is standing there staring at you, Sticky. (laughs) Aww. Um, She seems to be holding a doll. Aww. I noticed the doll. Yeah, it is It is a doll of you. Oh, <laughs> That's the best thing so, ever. Uh, San and Graucom, you noticed I was about to grab a bottle and break it to start a fight, uh, but then I noticed the doll. <laughs> <laughs> For a baby of whatever you things are, right? You say that to the... <laughs> she says... Uh, you're sticky. You know what I am. I just asked what you are. I'm not a baby. Oh. I'm eight years old. I, I, I go, I go uh, back to break the bottle again. Uh, when, son... when, when it says I'm not a baby, I'm about to break the bottle. But I, <laughs> Oh, oh, well, all right. Well, listen, don't believe everything you read. Then I try <laughs> to, like, walk away. Okay, she starts to follow you. Is there any way this could be less annoying for me? Uh, I'll try it a different way. Where do your people go when they want to avoid you? <laughs> she says, I'm not allowed in the labs. Labs it is. Let's go to the lab. <laughs> she follows you anyway. <laughs> Are we actually going inside the labs? I think there would be some kind of person there to stop us. As you head over to the labs, yes, there's a uh, <laughs> there's a, a guy who's coming out uh, in Arsabaran, actually, this time. And uh, he says, uh, whoa, 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 uh, little Ari, you are not allowed in this section. You know that. Who are you talking to? I'm not Harry. Oh, oh, I thought you said little <laughs> I heard little Harry. I <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sir. The kid. Uh, yeah, no, I was talking to this this youngster here. the The youngster is a little bit taller than you, by the way, Sticky. So he says, "Uh, sorry, um, I don't recognize you. Uh, I'm Doctor Davis. Uh, what uh, what are you doing here on the station? Uh, really, uh, we're just making a delivery, and then we just want to, you know, wet our beaks or or something before we go." Kind of getting oh, a little space crazy. I see, I see. Uh, space crazy, huh? That's not a clinical thing, man. Don't like, <laughs> us. 
We're just saying we want to stretch our legs before we go back on the ship, but like, whatever. Look, I'm not a doctor. I'm an astronomer, so don't. Uh... You would have a problem if I said Mister. No, I definitely would. Okay, then you're a doctor. So, Doc, <laughs> if you could yeah. point us in the direction of that world class cafeteria I've heard so much about. Yeah, yeah, or, sure. Or someplace you know we could t- get a, another job so we could get off the rock. You know that'd be great. Well, we don't have a lot of deliveries uh, from here, usually. Data, but that gets beamed out. So he's walking with you to the cafeteria. Is the uh, the little one still with us? Yeah, yeah, she's following along. I'm sorry about that. Probably very upset about something. Uh, I just assumed Grauka was just very angry or cursing. Yeah, Grauka barks. So Graucom's going to keep his eyes and ears open as they're walking. He's taking in all the sights. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how the suit would work. I was going to say smells, but probably not. Uh, if we're in a, Is it like a full head thing? Like how does the suit work? Is it like a full... Uh, like covering or am I, yeah. Or yeah. Just like... if, if you want, like, there's there's a couple of different grades, right? There's the one that's just like... You know, the planet's okay, but it doesn't have breathable oxygen, so you've got a little face mask, right? Okay, all right. So, yeah. So Or, or there's the, the full-on, like, I'm going out into space where there's no air suit. I kind of like that. He's wearing um, the, the one with the mask over just his muzzle um, as he's walking through. Uh, he is uh, kind of walking close to the child, uh, protectively, um, kind of closing in. Uh, in the way like a, a a herding dog might try and keep it uh, with the rest of the pack. Um, okay. And as he's doing that, as he's got given himself a little job to do, his tail is uh, wagging again for the first time in a little while. Okay, cool. Uh, Son yeah. um, has kind of had a, a confused frown since she realized that the little girl had a sticky doll, and like when she gets the opportunity, she's gonna basically be like, um. Are you famous or something? Too sticky? Too sticky. I look up at, at Sana as we're walking and I'm like, you talking to me, me or the doll? You. Because the doll's not going to be famous. The doll's just a doll, man. It's I'm, not, I'm it's not, not a world stupid. famous doll. Right. Well, then why'd you ask? I've never heard of you. Mm. We, we, we've met earlier. We're I'm your captain. I... That's not what I meant. Man, you really are going space crazy. Don't let the doc hear you. Put you in a, a insane <laughs> asylum or whatever this rock has. I'm like, I'm pretty expert at avoiding answering this question in as curating <laughs> way as possible. <laughs> you could always look him up later. Mm-hmm. I could. Son just figured she'd ask. <laughs> it's I, the more logical way of handling this. Yeah. Right. But Sticky uh, but, does not seem to be cooperating. So yeah, st- we're basically having a reverse of our earlier Nunya conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you arrive in the uh, the um, cafeteria, and uh, he says, uh, "Listen, uh, Doctor Davis says, listen, uh, let me help you out." Uh, and he goes over and talks to the guy. Uh, there's a guy 
who looks like he's the first person who isn't a scientist that you've seen. He's wearing, he's a big, one of those big blue guys, except that he's, you know, uh, wearing a greasy uh, apron and a hairnet, even though he has no hair. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Graucom, uh can't smell the food and the grease, but he's immediately uh, can tell it's there and uh, goes right up and is looking for uh, whatever they've got. What do you have? What do you have uh, in stock? What can I get? He says, uh, well, uh, lunch is uh, sandwiches. Perfect. Sandwiches. We'll take, sa- we'll take, how many, do you, how many can we take? What's the limit? Uh, well, I wasn't really expecting extras. Uh, you could have two? Two sandwiches. Uh, each or to share? Each is fine. Perfect. Uh, so, uh, I'm, Graucom, uh, his, his tail is going back and forth crazily. His ears are up. Uh, he's just waiting and patiently staring, waiting for these sandwiches to appear. Yeah, he serves you up a plate, and then uh, Dr. Davis says, uh, and make sure that uh, they get a little bit of the stuff, you know, uh, the, the stuff that we brewed up last week. Uh, wait, what? Wait, wait. What's, what's, what's this His mean? His hands go up and go like, hallelujah. I love you, Dr. Davis. <laughs> <laughs> he says, listen, it's the least we could do. You brought those new, that new equipment. We've been waiting on that for weeks. And you uh, can't get the good science done until you got the new equipment. Gotcha. Right. Let's get some <laughs> of that stuff you brewed last week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a couple of jars of a sort of cloudy liquid are put in front of you. Uh, what is this? Son, you got to ask questions on the last mission. This time I, we just drink. <laughs> I'm not drinking something if I don't know what it is. It, he says it's, for me. it's a little uh, homebrew, little homebrew hooch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Gra- Graucom says, I'm with her, though he's already shoved a sandwich in his mouth that he doesn't know what's in it. Uh, <laughs> there was a uh, meat-like holding, substance in it, so there yeah, you go. Yeah, he's holding it. Yeah, he's holding his nose, pulling the mask off, shoving a sandwich and chewing, and then putting the mask back on. Um, uh, it's it's uh, it's pastrami like. Ah, very good. <laughs> very happy, happy dog. Um, some of the other scientists are in here eating. Uh, most of them seem to be these big blue guys, the Dalam. Uh, Doctor Davis will come and sit down with you. Uh, Doc, what is it you guys are uh, researching here? Oh, well, we have the most extensive astronomical uh, mapping facility in the galaxy. And um, is the new equipment for the astronomy or for the air filtration system? Uh, air filtration system? No, no, no. That's, 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 that works fine, <laughs> he says, looking up at the ceiling. <laughs> he says no no it's for the it's it's new parts for the telescope and you can tell he's about to tell you something that's really boring if you let him keep going oh something will let him keep going <laughs> all right so he starts to get into technical minutiae about what it's going to do uh yeah something doesn't understand any of it like straight up, but she thinks it's really interesting that he finds it interesting. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, little Ari has sat down next to uh, Sticky. Ah, <laughs> uh, now... <coughs> uh, this stuff burns going in and out. <laughs> <Want them? laughs> yeah, yeah, Dr. Davis is like, yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> but I'm offering some to the to the child. The kid? <laughs> yes, she starts to reach for it, and then Doctor Davis is like, oh, "No, no, no, that's not a good idea. I, oh, I don't think so." Moon drunk. I got you. Son makes a sip I'm and says, "Ah, oh, reminds serious. me of home." Oh, I, I'm not joking. Uh, our, our children are the most dangerous, especially when they're drunk. <laughs> oh, um, that's not true here. Says Dr. Davis. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess because I'm a little lubricated, I will uh, be a little bit more receptive to whatever uh, the child says to me, but I'm... Okay. Yeah. She just basically is like, she just can't believe that you're sitting there for the most (laughs) part and is mostly just staring at you. All right, good. So I'm, um, I I think I'm going to be less... uh, angry that I would have if I wasn't already uh, drinking. Like, normally I'm, I don't like people looking at me, so I'm I'm a little bit more smiley and cute than I would have nor- wanted to appear. Okay, so she uh, she sits down and she takes a, a drink that has been provided for her, which is not alcoholic. <laughs> and she's uh, pouring it into a little tiny cup and then having the uh, the doll of you drink it. Yeah, I slam the I slam the bar and I big one for the little guy. One for the little picky. Oh gosh. A um, little shot glass and fill it with water or milk. Right. Yeah. So uh Ming is actually going to look at Ari and say, um so Ari, uh I've never heard of Sticky before. What has he done that makes you like him so much? <laughs> oh, he's a hero. Really? Yeah. He saved a whole bunch of people. There's a whole comic book about it. I've got it. <laughs> oh, I, if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to take a look at that. I can show it to you, yeah. Yeah. Th- that would be very helpful. Thank you, Ari. <laughs> She says, uh, follow me, and gets down and sort of scampers out of the uh, cafeteria. Yeah, Sun Ming will get up and follow her. <laughs> okay, did you, how much of that stuff did you drink? Um, like, two shots worth, yeah, i because they give you, like, a mason jar full, so... Yeah. yeah. No, I'm saving some of it for later. Okay. <laughs> okay, because it's pretty potent, so mm-hmm. you're definitely feeling the effects. Yeah, I think, like, Sun Ming is from a backwater homeworld, so I think she's used to strong hooch to a certain extent. So I'm not going to say she's not kind of drunk, but I will say that she's probably handling it better than uh, Sticky, who's about half her body weight. (laughs) Yeah, but Sticky's liver has had a lot of experience, I think. (laughs) That's also true. Okay, so yeah, you're not you're not tipsy or anything, so you you can follow after uh, little Ari if you want to. Yeah. She runs down a hallway to a maintenance panel and pulls it off, and then crawls inside. 
Would I be able to fit? Yeah, but you're going to have to crawl. I can do that. You can follow her. She moves through there very quickly with her three tentacle arms. uh, And uh, you come out in this little abandoned maintenance room that's just filled with toys and comics and the variety of other things that a child might want to have. Sun Ming whistles, but I can't whistle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then she digs around and, and pulls up a digital comic and hands it to you. Yeah. uh, Sun Ming will read through it uh, just to see what it's about. Cause she has not heard of Sticky before being on a crew with him. So, Sticky, what was the name of that uh, planet that you saved? I believe I we only mentioned it canonically last episode, and it was, hold on, pulling it up, <laughs> because this means so little to Sticky that I uh, pretend, okay, Cornath 7, which we actually don't know if it's a planet or anything. We just know Cornath 7. Right. Uh, it is, in fact, uh, yeah, like a small planet orbiting a uh, binary star, Cornath 7. And apparently Sticky is the hero of Cornath 7. Okay. That's what it says on the cover. All right. Um... We pulled this out as a um, a narrative thing where uh, l- later on we, we, we fill in more details of what you're looking at right now in the comic. Yeah, yeah, I think that works. So we've got your reaction shot while you're reading, and we don't actually know what I'm allegedly doing in the comic, and even that might not be, probably isn't accurate. Yeah, so, like, (laughs) what it is is, like, we get a shot of, like, Ari handing the comic book to Son. Son is holding it, and you just see the cover, and it's, like, sticky in this action pose in a spacesuit shooting at, like, ships or something with a, a planet in the background. It says, Sticky, Hero of Corneth 7, and then it cuts away. Nice. So, Sticky, <laughs> now that uh, the the annoying kid is gone, <laughs> what are you and uh, Graucom doing? Uh, Graucom, how uh, much are you drinking? Uh, Graucom actually hasn't had any. Uh, he has he has been uh, surreptitiously waiting for you guys to drink and then sneaking your sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, son, he really is it, a dog. He, oh yeah, it's that's it's on the table, so he's going for it. Uh, and he hasn't touched it. Uh, the smell is a little. Oh, he can't smell. Uh, we covered that. Uh, he doesn't like the look of it. Um, and also, uh, <laughs> considering the place he's in, he's afraid of. Um, uh, imbibing too much and uh, he knows himself if he starts he won't stop right now and he doesn't feel like vocalizing too much to non uh, flappy people <laughs> we go right from the the comic the hero of Cornet 7 to I'm on the bar uh, and I'm <laughs> demanding that I can probably pee in that shot glass on the table further away from me I'm not going to pee, but I can, and I can hit it from here. Bet me. Somebody oh, bet me. Okay. Well, you're definitely the most interesting thing that's happened on this station in a long time. The scientists are all watching this. <laughs> they are they calculating? Are they like, I, I don't know if he can make it. 
Someone, yeah, one of them's like, I just don't think that's just physically possible. <laughs> Graucom's sitting there, like, I've seen him do it, don't bet. Like, really. <laughs> I, Another one's I, like, I no, no, if you take into account these factors and, and you take, and maybe if we turn off the gravity, right? <laughs> For like yeah. 0.2 seconds, it'll. Oh, you want to play Zero Gravity Tinkles? I'll play Zero <laughs> Gravity Tinkles. I, uh, I, I, I can't say that for sure that I think that he can do it, but l- he does pee publicly a lot. Literally the first time I met him, he was peeing <laughs> on our ship. So I, if he says he can do it, I'd believe him. Look my glass and I say, to the stuff we brewed last week! <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Davis will lift his jar as well. <laughs> yeah, just having fun. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh you're 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 doing a little R and R. And uh I think Ralcom is gonna uh talk to one of these engineers and uh just ask like, so you guys can build things, right? You build stuff here, you put it together. Um what are the chances if I were to sh- you think you could I had I had I took some uh, body armor damage on our last uh, on our last delivery. Um, is there any chance that either any of you would be able to take a look at it, or if uh, you know anyone who'd be able to take a look at it? Uh, I'd rather not. If if we got people here who are engineering inclined, I'd rather uh, have somebody. I'd rather leave the planet with it intact, if possible. Um. Well, we have a couple of mechanical engineers. Yeah. Uh, would you mind taking a look? You can tell that they think the mechanical engineers are not as uh, important as the uh, theoretical ones. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, I mean, if can you at least point me in the direction? If you don't mind, I'll I'll go ask one of them. Yeah. Well, one of them is here in the uh, cafeteria, and they'll say, uh, "I'll come. I'll come help you take a look at it." Beats looking at this atmospheric regulator again. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, are you going to fix my armor as well as you guys have fixed the ventilation? Because, like, I don't know if I want you going near it. If uh, One you- of the other guys is like, oh, God, here he goes again. He's going to start complaining about the budget. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. So um, I, I'm going to stick. Are you good here if I were to go off with this guy? Or do you, do you want to come with us? My Let's- name is Stick. I'm the best. <laughs> I, I think I think he's fine. So uh, I'm gonna take the engineer back to our ship and okay. uh, have him take a look at my armor. Okay. You don't actually have to role play that out if you want to just like have me roll something. Yeah, you could just roll and have him help you out. Yeah. Is there anything particular you want me to hit here, and we'll see if it works? I have contacts. Um, mm, contacts. <laughs> I yeah, roll contacts. Yeah. So. Only a one, so probably nothing good there. Hey, a two! Yeah, it's good enough to get this guy to help you out. Awesome. All right. He does kind of chew your ear a bit, bitching about how they don't have enough supplies for the atmospheric systems, which, you know, are kind of important because people need to breathe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I understand that entirely. I mean, you know, fish got to swim, birds got to fly, people got to breathe. Anyway, let's take a look at your stuff here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so he pulls out the armor and uh, let, t- lets him take a look at it. You can see the two large smacks that it had uh, taken in the last battle. Um, right. 
Yeah, is there uh there you think there's anything What you was do the condition that was put on that armor, do you know? Oh, I don't know. I think it was just I think it I don't know if did it take a condition? It just absorbed I know it absorbed two hits, but I Yeah, don't know if, it takes a condition. Is what it what does. are some possible conditions that it could have taken? Because maybe it'll refresh my memory. Because it's not on my character sheet. Oh, that's okay. We'll just say you know it doesn't really matter that much. Uh, it's got a couple of holes in it, basically, right? Yep, ventilated. Yes, ventilated. Yes, yes, that'll be the condition. Ventilated. Um, so he takes a look and you can see the two uh, holes that are that are in it, and he says, uh, "Hey, do you think there's anything you can do about these?" And he sticks his like, two of his furry fingers through the holes, like wiggles them a bit, so you can see where the issue is he says uh well there's two ways to deal with this uh there's the easy way and then there's the hard way uh okay what's the easy way uh i got a couple of jars of quick fix uh we could just patch it back up what's the hard way you're gonna need to like weld something on here Mm. uh so in doing so is it gonna change the real appearance of this armor because it's my old army uniform. I'm, I was hoping. Yeah, to... I mean, there'll be a big patch on it. Uh, if you want to go with the quick fix, that's probably the easiest. Yeah. What's the What's the chances of it holding? Pretty good. I mean, uh, the stuff's meant to, you know, plug holes in ships when uh, when there's an atmospheric breach. Uh you know what. Maybe it's time I stop like putting this concrete to dries. Maybe it's time that I stop putting some of this stuff behind you. Get a real patch on there. Something that's going to hold. All Something right. Strong. Uh, so he hands over his military uh, insignia um, armor and uh, leaves him with it to patch it up. The, the guy says, uh, "So do you want to come down uh, to the uh, to see where I work? Uh, I've got a a lab here." Sure, why not? I uh, got got to be better than the show going on in the calf. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, is Sticky actually peeing in the cup now? I am. Uh, I, I lo- that is the, my favorite transition of any podcast. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, I'm leading everyone in a chorus of "Sweet Caroline." Nice. Nice. So yeah, you're 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 basically you started a scientist party. So oh god, I <laughs> that's what I want to be famous for. I want to be famous for finding a way to make scientists fun. <laughs> you're I mean, that. I'm sure the people on this station can fucking use it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it. Yeah, no, they all seem pretty desperate for some amusement besides what they're doing here. So yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Red, mm-hmm. Son Ming is, uh, you've, you've read the comic now. Uh huh. And, uh, little Ari is now having you play a game with her. <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, Son Ming is absolutely indulging her, right? Okay. Um, but she will at some point ask, like, um, how do you keep yourself entertained on a science station if you can't go in the labs? She says, uh, it is pretty boring here. Yeah? Yeah. 
So whenever somebody new comes, I always come to see them. Well, I'm sure that's at least fun. It's better than nothing. Yeah. So. Some people are cool. That's good. What do you think of uh, Sticky in real life? He's pretty loud. <laughs> that's a very accurate You statement. can hear Sweet Caroline barely in the background. <laughs> <laughs> like faintly in the background. Do you hear like a yeah. giant chorus of Sweet Caroline? <laughs> Times never felt so good. <laughs> yeah. She says, uh, my mom works here. That's why I'm here. Oh, yeah? What does your mom do? Science. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure she does. Do you have, like, a lot of these little vent hiding places? She says, no, this is the one. Well, it's a nice setup. She's, uh, she's, she seems happy that you said that. <laughs> and, um, like, San will, like, let her take over and lead her game of whatever she was playing with San. Right. Um, so, uh, Graucom, you get your uh, armor repaired. Uh, yeah, so I watch him uh, place, you know, fix up the armor, and in the process, uh, a big part of the insignias that were on the front are covered, um, which... Of course, it's going to make things a little... I can't... I'm going to be losing a bit of my uh, ability to use that to my advantage, being able to, you know, use my background there. But he feels a little weight off his shoulders watching the insignias start disappearing. Uh, he... Uh, do we have a name for this engineer? Um, his name is Truve. Truve. Uh, so, Truve. I know that you, you're, t- you're talking about your budget, and um, you guys seem to be having some issues there. Uh, so we are in the need of a job. And so since there doesn't appear to be anything on here that's um, legal of need, is there anything we can do that might be um, off the books that we might be able to help each other out? Because we always need work, we need connections, and we need supplies. And... As other than information, and you, I, I know you, you guys said that you can get information easy enough. Is there anything you need that maybe might help you balance your budget or any favors that we might be able to do for you? He says, well, I could use some more equipment, but uh, we tried buying it from Squishy, and he's, uh, he's a little too uh, – he drives too hard a bargain. Uh so you need equipment. Squishy's got it. Uh, what yeah, if- so, I mean, if you wouldn't mind going over there and, I don't know, scrounging through the uh, shipyard there for any kind of atmospheric equipment you could get your hands on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we just need... Um, you guys make maps, right? You have the top star charts? That's right. Maybe there's some sort of um, arrangement we can make in terms of. Um, I know our, our our galaxy is pretty vast, and we have some very strong governments out there. Um, have you ever come across anything that maybe they wouldn't want on a map? 
that people wouldn't want on a map? Yeah. I'm sure we do. Uh, they, the, these maps are definitely the most accurate in the galaxy. We have an exclusive deal with uh, Info City right now to provide them to them. Uh, but uh, I bet we could get a copy downloaded onto your uh, ship's navigation computer. Absolutely, and there's an AI on there that will be very helpful in helping you get it on. Um, <laughs> so why, how about this? Uh, I'll talk to my crew, and we'll go. We'll see about going to Squishies and seeing if there's anything we can do to help with your ventilation. And if there is, maybe we trade some of that uh, just straight-up uh, charts for uh, equipment. Sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to give you any money to pay him. So you're going to have to do this, uh, you know, on the down low, if you know what I mean. I, we'll, we'll do our best. We're not the quietest crew, but uh, we'll, we'll do what we can. I don't know if you've seen our ship and our captain. Sweet Caroline, I mean, faintly in the background. <laughs> in the background, yes. Yeah. Um, it's hard to do things quietly when your captain literally has merchandise. Uh, made for him, so um, we'll do what we can. Alright. He says, uh, well, if you bring me some of that equipment, we got a deal. Alright, and uh, Graucom holds out a hand, and I'm sure three tentacled hands wrap around his. Yeah. And they, they pump. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so I think that's, you can cut to somebody else now if you want to. Well, you guys, uh, you've, you've made a deal for uh, an actual job of sorts that's our adventure for this week we hope you enjoyed listening to dungeon not included if you did please tell a friend leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on itunes stitcher google play or wherever you get your podcasts it really helps spread word for new shows like ours you can follow the latest from the dungeon not included crew on twitter at dni crew or over at facebook at dungeon not included or at our home on the non-productive network at non-productive.com slash DNI crew where you can find articles, character sheets and Patreon exclusives as well as our latest episodes all of us do this for the love of the game but every little bit helps us keep making Dungeon Not Included thanks for listening this has been a non-productive media presentation executive producer Frank Hablawi this program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.